0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. I invite you to join us now for health, hope, and inspiration. I'm Wayne Shepherd with Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Pastor Pete, thanks for investing yourself in this program. It's a blessing to be here, my friend. Thank you. (laughs) How, how do you choose the people that we get to meet here on this program?
1: Well, we have relationships with all of our internal working uh, groups and teams at the regional hospitals, and we ask and we give kind of a parameter of individuals that we think would make sense for the show. And then, uh, and in some cases, I know many and Well, most that's of what I folks. was
0: going to say. As you travel about the country <laughs> to the various cancer treatment centers of America,
1: you seem to know everybody. I know most of these folks. I really do. But there are some in the midst that I've met for the first time. But by and large, this is part of the faith community that is that is supporting, you know, the cancer care environment at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And they are so excited to be willing to share their perspective of their vocation and their um, their sense of inspiration with regard to God and spirituality and cancer. Well,
0: I wanted to point that out because we undoubtedly have some new listeners, and I want them to understand what you're going to hear today and always here on the program. Uh, occasionally, you and I will have a conversation for the entire program, but most often we have a guest join us.
1: Absolutely, yeah. You and I get together and we we try and chop up, you know, some really difficult and complicated mm-hmm. subjects that really requires a lot of time. But by and large, we're talking with people, clinicians, doctors, oncologists, uh, nutritionists, caregivers, uh, people who are supporting the cancer patient and getting their points of view From a clinical perspective, from a professional perspective, and from their own personal faith perspective. Here's
0: the thing we're known as Health, Hope, and Inspiration. And the inspiration very often comes through the people we meet on this program, no question about it.
1: It's the magic and the pixie dust of the show at the (laughs) end of the day. It's the Spirit of God working through these these individuals that creates that spirit of inspiration.
0: Yeah. Well, today we've titled this, Lord, Send Me. We're going to meet a volunteer who's got a great passion for helping cancer patients. So we'll get to that in just a moment as you talk with Diane. Uh, we have a resource available. It's called Cancer Care Ministry in Your Church. Mm-hmm. This fits right in with what we're going to hear from Diane, doesn't it? It
1: does. Again, we've created a document, again, to spur thought and to stimulate conversation around what potentially would a cancer care ministry look like theoretically inside of a local church. Unfortunately, there are still f- far too many congregations who that do not have a cancer care ministry. Mm-hmm. So we want to create a document that would stimulate conversation around what would that possibly look like in side of your local church yeah
0: there's a lot of uh, people out there who need the help and a lot of people who could offer the help if they knew what to do that's correct and we want to help you with that so cancer care ministry in your church is available as a resource to be downloaded right now or anytime it's convenient for you at health hope and with hospitals in Atlanta Chicago Philadelphia Phoenix and Tulsa cancer treatment centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care they use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition, naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, Pain management and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America. Or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by calling this number, 866 712 HOPE. That's 866 712 4673. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state of the art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Before we hear from our guest today, Percy, open the scriptures for us.
1: Well, our spiritual nugget today that will frame this discussion is found in Acts. The 20th chapter, verses 32 through 36, and it reads as follows. Now, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak." remembering the words of the Lord Jesus himself, it is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Mm -hmm. What is it more blessed to do? To give. Than it is to receive. God loves a cheerful giver. (laughs) And today we're going to hear from a lady who is giving from the very depth of her core of her being to help support cancer patients
0: everywhere. This interview was recorded earlier at the Cancer Treatment Center in Phoenix, Arizona. And here's Percy.
1: Well, Wayne, with me today is Diane Johnson, who is a 42-year uterine cancer survivor who now volunteers her time uh, in the cancer community. Uh, she is directly associated with Cancer Treatment Centers of America in Phoenix, Arizona with her volunteerism, and she's also in the local faith community. Welcome to the show today, Diane. Well, thank
2: you. Thank you for having me here. Oh,
1: it's a thrill to have you. I've heard I heard a lot about what you're doing, and you also share quite a bit uh, before we start recording the show. Let's first talk about a 42-year cancer survivor. Yes. Uh, that's a long time, my dear. Um, And do you recall the day when you were initially told that you had cancer? And and how did that impact you?
2: I was devastated. Yeah. I thought my world was over. You know, I heard the big C word. But I went into it not knowing that it was cancer. Okay. I mean, I went into the hospital to... I don't know to have a DNC or something something wasn't right Mm -hmm. and I had the most awesome doctor and he had a gut level feeling that was his words okay and his gut level feeling when I woke up he is sitting on the edge of my
1: bed and he said now I need to talk to you okay so you're told that you had cancer you went through your treatment and your care you had a great physician which I'm always excited to hear uh you survived that you went through that process Uh, Again, 42 years. One of the other things that you have also uh, done, you have been an educator, a teacher. and How many years? 31 years. 31 years. You've done a few things, I tell you. (laughs) I
2: have been very active. Yeah, you have.
1: You've done a few things. (laughs) God
2: has used me, and that's what I asked him to do when I was about 13 years old.
1: We're obviously speaking to a cancer community, and we're also talking to a faith community with regard to this show Uh, 177-plus thousand people at the time of the recording uh, received this. One of the things that you also have been uh, active in is in the faith community around uh, rallying uh, cancer care ministries. Yes. In the faith community. You're a graduate of the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, hey, hooray for uh, <laughs> uh, our Journey of Hope. Uh, Super program. We talk about it a lot on the show. What? Were, why were you motivated and how did you hear about our Journey of Hope to kind of get involved in that?
2: Well, I came over here to the hospital to see about volunteering. I just wanted to give back. Okay. And... With with my history, I felt that's where God was leading me. It made sense. Yeah. So I came over here and met our, the chaplains here. Yeah, Reverend Jeff and Jeff and, yeah. and Jackie yep. and uh, Nick. Yeah. Oh my gosh, wonderful, wonderful people. I love and, them all.
1: Love them all.
2: You know, I was told that they don't normally just take anybody for the uh, chaplain volunteer and i thought well that's okay god will use me somewhere around here there's there's a place for me and so when i came for my one-on-one interview they said oh we should have called you Mm. you don't have to do this because you're already spoken for wow and i said excuse me (laughs) what's that mean okay and they said uh the chaplaincy uh department wants you with them
1: great so. Well, uh, again, I, I know all of those folks very well, have worked closely with all three of them and are now working very closely, obviously, with my friend and my brother, Reverend Jeff. Uh, you're working and you have volunteered your time with the, with the chaplains and the, the spiritual care program at CTCA. Obviously, you hear about the Our Journey of Hope program. You go to the class, you graduate, and then you took it a step further. You actually implement uh, the Our Journey of Hope program in a local church near the hospital, correct? Right across the street. Right across the street. <laughs> that's pretty close. Yeah,
2: that's as close as you're going to get.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, at the time of this recording, you, you're sharing with me uh, plans to look at congregations uh, amount uh, within the radius of the footprint of this hospital and, of course, uh, the recently new uh, outpatient clinics yes. Uh, with regard to seeing if there is interest of other faith organizations in terms of training for cancer care ministries, correct? You have it correct. So how are you going about that? Let's talk about your strategy. You're, you're going out, shaking hands, knocking on well, doors, introducing yourself. Well, right you now your...
2: I'm doing it on the phone so far. Okay. And I'm just, you know, I went on the map yep. on Google yep. and found all the churches around the two different sites. Please go And just made my list and I'm making calls just introducing myself and saying, you know, do you have a cancer support ministry? Would you like to have one and would you like to be trained and receive some of the best training possible? Eight weeks of training for your pastors and your laity and then, you know, begin a ministry in your church to meet the needs of caregivers and patients and... Anyone who yeah. would like to work with us on this?
1: In your opinion, why do you think, um, and of course I'm biased, our journey of hope is my baby, so okay. and, I, and I make no bones about that. Uh, the blood, sweat, and tears that have been put into making that program become what it is has been arguably my life's work at this point. Why do you think and believe Because, you know, I've never met a mother or a parent who said they had an ugly baby. So don't ask a parent, you know, do they think their baby is cute? They're going to tell you, yes. Of course. I'm I'm going to tell you Our Journey of Hope is the best program on planet Earth. Why do you think the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program is necessary and important for churches and pastors to get involved with?
2: And I'm coming from a lot of different angles, but mainly as an educator, the materials Mm. that we received in our training were top-notch okay the materials uh the the videos All of that, and then we brought in some guest speakers, correct? Uh, people from our education department, and some former um, cancer patients, correct. You know, and all, and they supplemented, but the teaching materials were spot on. Okay. And I was so impressed with, I mean, as a teacher, I love having Mater- <laughs> resources yeah. provided for me, yeah, and. You can look at that, and whatever you needed was provided for you.
1: Well, and I appreciate that, and I've never thought of, and I've, of course, I've never had a conversation with someone from an, from an educator's perspective to give me that vantage point. Uh, we, we clearly spend a lot of time and, and resources to, to produce those resources, but, and and all of those resources, you know, may we add, all free of charge. The program yes. is free of charge. So. It's it's important that we continue to herald that message, obviously. But you're making that part of your life's work now that you're you're out shaking the bushes, you're out creating mm-hmm. relationships and you're encouraging faith based organizations. Hey, let's get involved and let's do something. I've got some resources for you. Yes. Um, how how has the reception been so far with regard to you extending beyond because this is beyond your local church at this point? Oh this yeah. Is, oh yeah. Yeah. This is into the faith community at large now yes
2: it is and um i've just started so i've got my master list okay and what i'm finding is that everybody deals with emails now that is correct so i'm having now to kind of switch over from getting phone numbers okay. of the local churches and getting, finding out, well, could you tell me who your contact person yeah. would be? Yeah, Give me your contact person and their email, if possible. Mm. And that way, it's not going to get lost in the shuffle, and the pastor who's got more than enough to do, They're super busy, you know, can pass it down to the care minister yep. or whomever would be the person that would be dealing with this. Yeah. Now, some of them say, we have a, a care minister and we cover it there and i said well don't you think that further training mm. would benefit yeah you know because i know how good this training is yeah. and and they may have they may have had sure. excellent training sure. but just to embellish it yeah. some yeah. and to let them come in and, and learn a little bit more and just maybe even freshen up sure. some of their knowledge so You know, I'm just encouraging. And everybody I've talked to so far, I think there's been eight churches so far I've contacted. Okay. And all of them said, you know, this sounds really good. And it's free. Yeah. yeah. And I
1: said, yes, yes. Well, you know, what's interesting about that, and I'm I'm thinking of one particular church out of over 1,300 plus churches that are now part of the Our Journey of Hope ecosystem who have been trained and are now serving uh, their local communities, doing unbelievable work. Uh, that there is the First Baptist Church of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh, They're so active. They're so engaged. They had already had a cancer care ministry at their local church, uh, but the leadership realized that they needed more. And so they felt that they needed to add another dimension and dynamic to what they were trying to do there. Uh, They heard about the Our Journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program, uh, went to one of the actual trainings, and then brought that back uh, with what they had learned And this is huge. This is a huge, super large church. Uh, They reinfuse their cancer care ministry with this fresh set of information. So to your point, even if someone listening today represents a local church who says, well, you know, we already have a cancer care ministry or or we have a health care ministry, this may be an opportunity to add some depth and dimension to that program. And again, from an educator's perspective and from a cancer care experience, I think it's important to have that endorsement. So we really do appreciate that.
2: Oh, well, and... (laughs) What you do with the caregivers. I think my heart is as much with the caregivers as with the patients. Mm. I mean, the patients, are being their needs are being met yeah. with their doctors and their care team and all that, but the caregivers, they were given a diagnosis of cancer also. And they need the support. They need to understand that their feelings are kind of normal. You yeah. know, They may be angry. They may yeah. be hurt. They may be, you know, whatever their feelings are, sure. they need an avenue. They need somewhere they can express this. And um, so with our, our support ministry, you know, the outsider, they can sit there and scream and yell and cry or do whatever they have to do, yep. and they're not affecting their family or their friends. Mm. You know, they need that outside person. Yeah, and so you know, to be able to get that element into there and get that strengthened, because you know, you think of cancer support ministry, you're going to be deal with a cancer patient. Right. There's so much more.
1: Well, there so was, much more. It, it actually that response segues into the, the question I was going to ask what what are one or, one or two things that you gleaned from the our journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training Program that really was a difference maker, and you just made the point of one of the chapters mm-hmm. of the curriculum is focusing on, yeah, we're talking about the cancer patient, but we also have to understand the caregiver right. and the dynamics of caregiving and the struggles of caregiving and the challenges of caregiving that sometimes people simply have no idea. They're trying to support the cancer journey but they forget about the caregiver that's one of the things that we train people to be focused on so i appreciate you bringing that point up that that was my favorite chapter
2: yeah that was and that was caring for the caregiver and um we we've taught you know Mm -hmm. we've taught this class like three times and i always say i'll be your guest speaker for that chapter (laughs) you know because it's just such a passion with me with the caregivers yeah uh
1: with that being said um Now that you're engaging kind of now in this uh, broader approach to reaching out to, and and let me say thank you so much for your commitment, for your time, and your passion, really, Uh, because it's a difficult conversation still, even for some congregations, to actually wrap their arms around a cancer care ministry. There are still churches that are still trying to embrace the idea of that as a ministry like the children's church like the 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 choir this is a ministry that really requires a commitment and a dedication to it because of the fact that according to the american cancer society one out of every three people are potentially going to be diagnosed with cancer in this country and out of that number there's a percentage of those people that are sitting sitting inside of local churches across the country who have no cancer care ministry available to them there
2: and my heart breaks for that. It just, I don't know. Um, those people who don't have support. Yeah. It just it just breaks my heart. And so if we can have people who are trained. Yeah. I mean, you can have somebody who cares and that's good. Yeah. And that that we want that. But sometimes they're afraid to say something. They don't know what to say, Absolutely. they don't know how to say it, and so they say nothing at all. Correct. And that patient or that caregiver needs to hear some of this Sitting
1: inside of a local church. Yeah. Oh, yes. Because this is, you know, and again, I've talked to many, Uh, I recall a lady who belonged to a very prominent uh, high profile TV ministry. And I remember her saying to me, I love my pastor and I love my church. She said, but they have nothing for me as a cancer patient. And what I'm receiving from you at the bedside here. Is, is so far removed from what I can get at my local church. And it broke my heart to hear that. Uh. And again, to your point, it's not because of ill intent on the pastor's part. No. In some cases, they just simply haven't uh, understood the power and the potential and the vision to do this and then to follow up with good training and we have an answer for that.
2: Well, a pastor can't do everything. No. I mean his plate is full. Oh, for sure. And you know, he needs people within the congregation to step forward yeah. and say, "I have a heart for this. I have a passion for this. I want
1: to be involved in this." Absolutely. Well, and certainly you're doing your part in in showing the way and helping to express uh an eloquent cute the the pathway by which that can happen that being said um what's the what's one thing that brings or gives you hope you've seen a lot you've done a lot you're not a rookie i mean you've 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 got some years of experience under your belt what motivates you and what inspires you and what gives you hope to do the things that you're doing at this point
2: God's leading this is what he has given me the talents to do yeah this is what he has i don't know the right word commission that maybe commission is a great word okay me to do and you know when i walk in this building on mondays and thursdays the first thing i do you know, i get to the door and
1: and we're talking about when you do your volunteer work inside volunteer of at ctca work okay
2: it's like lord leave diane out here yeah you walk in this door, and you show me who I'm supposed to talk to. There have been people that I have kind of passed by, yeah. And for just get that nagging feeling, mm. God's God's speaking to me, saying you need to sit down and talk to her. Just a little tap on the shoulder, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and and there's some some rooms, you know. It's like, do I go in or don't I go in? You know, I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll do what you know. Yeah. I have to hear and, you know, whatever. But then it ends up, I usually get enriched more than the patient.
1: I hear it all the
2: time. It's amazing. I mean, I get so much, but they, they feed me and yeah. I hope and I pray that I'm able to feed their hope and give them, you know, just something to grab hold of.
1: But to be able to be in place as a volunteer after all that you've seen and all that you've been through. To be able to walk through the front door of a clinical environment and do what you've just described, what does that mean to you to be able to have the freedom to do that inside of a healthcare environment?
2: It means everything. It's like I was talking about the pieces of the puzzle. Because you're not a doctor. You're not a clinician. It's like, what do I have to offer them? I have the Lord Jesus Christ working through me and he's my mouthpiece, <laughs> yeah. he's my feet, he, he's my hands, or I'm, I'm his. Yeah, yeah you're I the, got hands that in, yeah, the hands and I am and his feet. hands, you know, and if his work's going to get done, I've got to do it. And I want to do it. And I leave here some days in tears. I do, because yeah. some of it just gets to me. Sure, You know, I've, sure. I've made developed a relationship ah. with these people here, and when I see some of them, you know, where God's taking them home. Yeah. And
1: And that happens. And that happens. Yeah.
2: And there's a reason and yeah. I, we don't understand it.
1: But but God is still in the midst of all of that. And
2: most And you're of part of that patients, process. Yes, and most of my the patients I deal with, they understand this. Yeah. It's the ones who have nobody here, who have no support, who have no family here, who are do not know the Lord. And that's when I say, okay, so much for my schedule today. I'm sitting here. Mm. <laughs> this is where God wants me to be right now. I'm, I'm not going to get down the hall, and I'm not going to get in that room over there or that room. This is where I'm supposed to be. Wow.
1: Today, you have just heard from, I'm going to call her super volunteer, super advocate. And only because I put super on it because she has the the love, the faith of the Spirit of God living inside of her. Mm-hmm. Um, my oh, One of my old um, Bible college instructors said that when you take the super of God and put it with your natural, it becomes the supernatural. Uh, we are just vessels of clay, yeah. broken, cracked, <laughs> and damaged. But when you put the super of God in that clay, he molds us, he shapes us, he uses broken vessels to place his spirit in and becomes the supernatural. Today, I call you a super advocate for the work that you do, for the passion that you bring to be able to love God's people in a clinical environment, to say that there is hope and that potentially tomorrow can be a better day. We have just heard from Diane Johnson, who is a 42-year, I'm going to say it one more time, super slow A 42-year uterine cancer survivor, a retired school teacher who is now volunteering her time, reaching out to faith churches and communities across her region with regard to being an advocate for training. Thank you for all that you do. I love you to life and not to death. And I know you do exactly the same for everyone that you talk to. God bless. Thank you.
0: Thanks for bringing that to us here today. Diane Johnson here with Percy McRae on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. I think we better start talking about our journey of hope in a moment here, don't you think? Uh, I think we should. Okay, (laughs) that'd be the natural follow-up to that conversation. What a terrific super volunteer. Absolutely. We found in Diane. All right, well, if you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling 866-712-HOPE, 866-712-HOPE, H-O-P-E. -HOPE, Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And while you're there, download our free resource, Cancer Care Ministry, in your church. Diane would certainly endorse you doing that, wouldn't she?
1: She would, indeed. What's the
0: takeaway for you today?
1: Well, the big takeaway here, obviously, is that we spoke today to a 42-year cancer survivor, which is huge. This woman has been there, done that, and got the T-shirt to prove it. (laughs) She is now moving along after a 30-year education career in basically uh, challenging and encouraging cancer patients everywhere to fight the good fight of faith. But more importantly, Wayne, she is now out literally recruiting churches in her uh, area there in the Goodyear Phoenix area, them to start cancer care ministries
0: yeah. it had to mean a lot to you and you've you've had such a strong hand in, in producing the our journey of hope materials mm-hmm. and training opportunities it had to mean a lot to you when she is a lifelong teacher Really uh, complemented the the depth of the materials,
1: and of course, you know, sometimes you can be too close to something, and 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 you don't have the vantage point of looking at certain elements of things that are staring right there uh, in your face. We certainly want to give a huge shout out uh, to our creative agency partner who helped us with all of the creative uh, resources that we have. Uh, in designing that educational resource material, but to have someone spell that out and point that out to us. A professional. Absolutely, because at the end of the day, our journey of hope uh, is not just something that we just threw together. It wasn't just something that we just set out there and said, you know, here's a little PowerPoint p- presentation and we Xerox copies of some things. Mm-hmm. This has been a well thought through, well executed uh, program that is designed specifically for the mental, emotional, and physical empowerment of local faith communities everywhere with the idea of starting a cancer care ministry. So I really did appreciate that compliment. And she was very moved yeah, by the yeah. quality of the materials. It was
0: obvious. Well, I don't want to let this slide by. Maybe the spirit of God is tapping someone on the shoulder. Maybe many someone's on the mm. shoulder right now to say, hey, you need to check this out. You need to get involved with this, our journey of hope. What is it and how do they get involved?
1: Pastor, I'm calling you. <laughs> Yeah, we believe that the Spirit of God is sending out a clarion call to all pastors, all spiritual leaders, all laity leaders, anyone that may even actually have a pre-existing healthcare ministry but has not gone through this training. Um, Please give a consideration to the Cancer Care Training Program of Our Journey of Hope and begin to think about the possibility of receiving this free training program, all free, all designed specifically for the faith community in mind. We are now somewhere in the neighborhood of about 1,800-plus churches and about 2,300-plus individuals who have trained through this program
0: internationally. Well, that's great, but you and I both know there's a lot more who would benefit from
1: it. Well, we know we are just skimming the the surface. We know that there's still so much more. So we are saying and we are asking uh, you to consider uh, allowing God to speak to your heart and receive this free training program that will empower you to go back to effectively engage in the cancer conversation uh, with your local church and with members of your congregation and your community with regard to our journey of Hope Cancer Care Leadership Training.
0: What's the cost to be involved in this training? It will
1: cost you absolutely nothing. It is free of charge. I get emails literally on a weekly basis. This sounds good. This looks good, but you know, okay, you didn't talk about what this costs. There is no cost. This program is being sponsored and paid for by the Cancer Treatment Centers of America as a a form of a tithe, if you will, uh, from a community education give back. We want to give back to the faith community. And so this program has been designed to do just that, to help meet the spiritual needs of of cancer patients inside of their local faith communities.
0: So these training opportunities take place regionally, and if, if uh, individuals want to come from a church, of course they have to pay the travel expenses and housing, that sort of thing, right? Correct, correct. So but the, the training end, is free. The
1: training is absolutely free, and all of the training, curriculum, and materials are absolutely free. That's fabulous. Free. You need to provide your own uh, cost for travel to one of the participating sites regionally that is offering the program, and you can go on the website to see where those participating regional sites are located, and then register. There's a registration process. And then from there, you will provide your transportation and one night's hotel stay, which we okay. have at all discounted That's hotels yeah. within all of the local, uh, the local regional sites. And then everything from there that you will receive, including some meals, will be all free of charge.
0: I think it's fantastic. It's called Our Journey of Hope. And of course, we can point you online to more information. You can start with our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, but that'll take you through links to other uh, information about Our Journey of Hope.
1: That is correct.
0: All right. Our Journey of Hope. And then there's the Ministry Leaders Network that goes with that hand in hand. If you're a pastor or a church leader, and that is a kind of a way to get the the leaders uh, more deeply involved. That
1: is correct. That's that. In many cases, it's our introduction into the faith community with regard to a relationship. Good, and resources that we will be making available to you via online. But of course, encouraging those uh, leaders to also consider attending one of those regional free trainings uh, that will be made available throughout the year. So uh, we have those two pathways of building and maintaining and nurturing uh, a a relationship with the faith community.
0: So visit our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, and click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page, and you'll find much more information about what we're talking about. And uh, something else you can do if you're if you're if you're thinking about this and starting to pray about this, why don't you download this free resource we have available at our website right now? Cancer care ministry in your church, Percy. Mm. You put this together as an introductory uh, piece to help people g- grasp what's going on. That here. is correct yeah. to
1: stimulate thought and yeah. to begin to introduce the idea of what a cancer care ministry, a dedicated cancer care ministry, could look like inside of your
0: local church. Well, so many people in our churches are impacted. Impacted by cancer and we can help them bear this burden can't wait can, through. we absolutely cancer can. care ministry i hope your church is involved with our journey of hope learn more about it at healthhopeandinspiration.com. You read some scripture earlier, and we always love to come back as a touchstone to that same passage. Absolutely. And this is an
1: admonition to understand really what God has given us birth and talents and abilities to do, particularly in line with what Diane talked about today. Uh, Acts, the 20th chapter, verse 32 through 37 says, Now I commit to you, God, Uh, And to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. I have not coveted anyone's silver or gold or clothing. You yourselves know that these hands of mine have supplied my own needs and the needs of my companions. In everything I did, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words of the Lord himself who said... It is more blessed to give than it is to receive. Remember that the Lord loves a cheerful giver,
0: Amen. not a cheerful getter. Yeah.
1: And so yeah. at the end of the day, we heard from Diane today. We who heard from giving, one, didn't we? Yep. Who is giving of her time and her talent to her yep. community.
0: Thank you, Diane and Percy. Thank you, Percy McCray, director of faith-based programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We'll be back next time to talk more. We will keep chopping the wood. We've got work to do. Thank you for listening to Health, Hope, and Inspiration. (music) Health. Hope and Inspiration is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America.
3: If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. We treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Our hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa take an integrative approach to cancer care. We use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with past oral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored to each patient's specific needs. Visit healthhopeandinspiration.com to view our cancer-related resources or to contact our oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. Working together under one roof, our cancer experts use state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com.